Hi, I'm John Jackson. And I'm Greg Patton. And, and we're, we're the, the food, food guys. guys. We're going to talk about plums today. You know, the plum is so good that its name has actually been co-opted as a an adjective that applies a superlative. Something is plum good. Oh, you know? plum good. That's right. Although I think that actually refers to the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But among fruits, especially among the stone fruits, it's probably the most diverse fruit that's available. I th- it was probably one of the very first that was domesticated. We find out that it's totally distributed across the world. They all belong to the same genus, which uh-huh. is prunus. 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 They're all prunes. Yes. Uh, but only a few are actually used to make what we know of as prunes. That's basically the Italian one. But, you know, they think those three domesticated varieties, one of which is called domestica, and that's the most (laughs) prominent one. None of those can actually be found in the wild. So you can see how widely this has been disseminated as a domesticated fruit. That particular one came, they think, originally from somewhere around the Caucasus, which kind of gives us a notion the plum is so important to the culture of the Balkan states Uh generally and this Middle East European European. Eastern European Uh cultures. Oh, Slivovitz. Slivovitz. It's very high alcohol brandy. Oh, it's a killer. I remember when Dorothy said that when she was in that part of the world um, as a young woman traveling, she said that they would offer that to her at breakfast. (laughs) Well, there's a huge, huge range of Uh Slivovitzes and Slivovitzes or Uh Slivovicas and whatever (laughs) you want to call them. They also use them in plum puddings, plum tarts, and plum cakes. It permeates the culture. I mean, it's really interesting. For me, and I think maybe for a lot of us, the Italian prune plum, Mm -hmm. that big purple one, a dryish flesh. Man, it's not really and Then there's the liquidy. damsons. Those are all domesticated and widespread. Red ones. Yeah, and there's some that are more suitable to making jams versus, say, in baking or eating out of hand. And the Italian prune plum became very famous from a recipe that was published in the New York Times decades ago, the plum tort which we have talked about, where you make basically a butter cake and you spread it in a cake pan and then you put the halves of the Italian prunes on top and then during baking, they get engulfed by the cake. It becomes this wonderful cake. You gave me a recipe for the plum galette that I made. Galette is the plums themselves on a pastry, which is kind of wrapped around the outside of the plums. And (laughs) it's like a plum tart. And you don't even need a recipe for anything like that. Roll out a piece of pie dough, put your cut plums on the cut side down onto the dough and wrap the outside of the dough around the edge of the plum and then bake it. You can put some sugar on before baking. My terrible experience with plums is I had this yellow plum tree at the top of my driveway Mm -hmm. and it just inundates us with these plums and they're small and they're no good for anything. <laughs> Although I noticed the deer will eat some of them, but they don't eat but enough. Not enough. Of them. <laughs> I just despaired of them because there's this plum season that comes and we're spending all of our time breaking our backs, picking up these damn little plums and throwing them away. Have you tasted them by themselves? Yeah, and they just didn't taste for anything. But then what happened was the other day, I saw this recipe, I was reading this little article about Mirabelle plums. 
turns out this is a Mirabelle plum. And they're a great delicacy in the French markets. Everybody looks forward to that period of time when suddenly they're available in the market and they all rush out to get their Mirabelle jam. Uh-huh. I looked it up and sure enough, there's like, I don't know, a dozen recipes right off the bat. I looked at the simplest one and I decided to try some. I'm going to try it anyway, even though I know it's no good. And you know what? <laughs> it was well, terrific. Well, you brought me some today. I had not tasted this before. And it's golden. That. It's got a tartness to it when you cook it. You said it didn't taste like anything when it was fresh. No. But then you cook it, and it develops this tartness. Yeah, it's simplicity. Itself. And it's wonderful. My advice is if you're interested in it, just go on the Internet and look for Mirabelle, M-I-R-A-B-E-L-L-E, jam. Mirabelle jam recipes and pick the simplest one. And also, (laughs) come back next week for The the Food food guys. Guys.